Hi, dude. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Quick Fix Podcast. I'm Forrest Hammond II, and here you'll get proven information to increase success and improve in every area, including finance, leadership, and relationships. Better information equals better thinking, and that guarantees better results. You just have to change what's going into your brain. Now it's time to get your quick fix. This is the Quick Fix Podcast. Quick Fix! Why? Why are you eating that? Why are you going there? Why do I have to stay in my room? Why do I need to listen to this podcast? Have you ever had that experience with a kid or uh, maybe an adult? I don't know where they just incessantly ask you, why, why, why? And it's all you can do not to duct tape their mouth and toss them out in the yard. (laughs) Um, And with that, um, UCLA did a survey showing that the average one-year-old hears the word no 400 times a day, and preschool kids ask an average of 100 questions a day. I think my kids, it's about 1,000 a day because my girls have what's called a word quota. And they get this mostly from their grandma. And um, that passed through, you know, six sisters. And so, you know, I've been dealing with word quotas my entire life. And it's really funny because I watch my five-year-old ask all these questions. And about halfway through usually, when she's doing a series of questions, she'll kind of get this little like grin or the side smirk. And she's totally just messing with you because she knows that at some point we all get frustrated with it. And so we start, you know, giving these, you know, would you stop or be just because I said so, or, you know, the average one-year-old hears no 400 times a day. My goodness, no wonder once we get into adulthood, now we're expected to learn how to ask good questions and corporate wants us to be able to, you know, find the right answers and stuff. But we're programmed to give correct answers that have been predetermined, not for asking good questions. And everything is about good questions, you know, having relationships, sales, really good business and relationships are all built on good questions. So why or why would I start the podcast with all these why questions? Well, I believe there is power in a purpose. A purpose gives you direction. It's really what to aim for. Because if you're out shooting, for example, and you're just out there willy-nilly, you know, initially you have to sight in a rifle or a bow. And so since I've had experience with both of those, it can be a pretty tricky process depending on what your setup is, your instruments, all of that. But if you don't have anything to aim for to let you know where you're at, then you're just going to, I mean, you can, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in the right area. But when you actually try to do anything with it, you'll be way off point and you won't get to where you want to get. So... I believe to have power in your purpose, you need to have three things. First is the direction, what to aim for. You need to have motivation. And motivation to me is kind of a buzzword a little bit. It's um, it's hard to have 100% of the time. 
And, um, you know, we'll talk more about motivation. You could think about what motivates you and is it constant? Are you able to maintain that and how, and then, you know, send me an email and let me know how you do that. But I, I think the other thing is a, a reason that you need a reason to get up, to push, even when you're not motivated. And those can be very different things. There's a story about a man who accidentally fell into the waters of the Niagara River and just above the falls. And as he was going downstream, you know, quickly taken by this current, he kept calling out repeatedly, which way to shore, which way to shore? You know, those repeated questions. And there were people actually on both sides of the river who saw this guy and they were kind of slow tacked, which is kind of that herd mentality when something bad's happening. But they noticed that he could swim and that he was keeping himself above water. So they figured he was probably just doing a stunt or something which does happen at Niagara Falls, and they kind of ignored him. But when he reached the point when he was really close to the falls and just going over, finally people started paying attention and trying to get ropes to pull him from water and really trying to help him. But inevitably... They had waited too long, and over he went, um, and he was killed. So when they recovered his body and they identified who it was, the people were that who had seen him going down river were more enlightened because they did, you know, understand after identifying this man could swim, but he could not swim with a purpose or a direction because he was blind. So how many of us, you know, we look at other people and we see, oh, you know, they're aimless, they're a slob, they're, you know, they get up late and they must be lazy. They're not at the gym at 4 a.m. like I am, (laughs) you know, kind of comparing and seeing like what, you know, other people are doing and kind of saying, what the heck's wrong with them? But sometimes it's just leads to the fact that they don't have their purpose lined out, spelled out to give them direction to help them understand, you know, what to do in the morning or why to get out of bed. And honestly, I've had those times. And if you're going through something like that, just remember, you're not tired, you're uninspired. You just need to find something to help you feel driven and motivated. So a good friend of mine who also is a listener um, encouraged me to talk more about my why and, you know, why do I do a podcast? Why do I feel like I should be entrepreneurial? Different things like that. And it doesn't go back too far. I kind of talked about it in the episode where I think it was the first episode where I talked about that I got fired. And, um, you know, growing up, I remember not knowing what I wanted to be. And, you know, everybody always asks that, what do you want to be? And I heard it better. Orrin Woodward says, think about it this way, you know, decide what you want out of life, learn from somebody that has those things, and then learn how to do that. And I think that recipe is really good. And, you know, that can involve being a doctor, but if you want the tools and the platform to, you know, help people be healthier and... Um, you know, you want those tools, you want that lifestyle, then, you know, you can follow that same formula, but however you want to look at it, I just didn't know. And I was always jealous of people that 
knew from day one, you know, they're little kids, they were wearing a police hat or, you know, doctor um, stethoscope, and they were super pumped to be a doctor, which I think, you know, it's probably gonna be my nephew. He just loves doctor stuff. We got him a doctor kit. It's pretty cool. But I just never had that. And I would ask my parents, like, is there like a list of jobs or like, you know, jobs that aren't like normal jobs, like something that is really kind of out of the ordinary, but, you know, I was looking for stuff where I, I could sleep in and, you know, eat junk food and be rich and kind of work a little bit of the time, probably something like that. If, if anybody has a recipe like that, or, you know, if they can just pay me to be beautiful, then, you know, I'm all for it. Sign me up. So into high school, um, you know, they did the testing for aptitude, like what jobs you'd kind of, kind of move towards. And I'm pretty sure that mine said like garbage man or something like that. Um, which, or maybe I'm mixing up my, uh, childhood dream, but I think my mom said garbage man or like McDonald's worker were the two things that, uh, I want to be. Well, I tried the McDonald's worker lasted about a day and, uh, wasn't for me. You know, I love their food and I'm glad people like to work there. Just wasn't my stick. But I think one of the other ones I think was in the healthcare field, and, you know, I just really wasn't interested. I always wanted to know health-related things so I could help people. You know, when something came up, I could know the answer, kind of like a doctor. But I wasn't sure that was for me. So um, years later, get into college. Um, I've had a lot of good experiences. I spent, um, you know, two years um, serving a mission for my church where um, I was able to do service with uh, a therapy group in a hospital. And so that was kind of another taste of, you know, the medical world because my dad was also in the therapy world and, um, I, I was kind of interested in it, but really didn't want to work in nursing homes and, uh, wasn't interested in that side of it. So uh, kind of some interests, but never a exact direction or purpose of what I wanted to do. Well, I get back and start going to college and they expect you to declare a major and, you know, get going, which is kind of, it's a really daunting thing in my opinion. I mean, I've barely graduated high school. I'm just trying to figure things out and I'm told that I have to declare what I'm going to do or be, or, you know, try to be for the next like 60 years, which is crazy. I wish I could you know, go back and tell my younger self, just try a bunch of stuff, just see what's out there. Like, you know, be a waiter, be, um, a garbage man, like do all these things. And I did that to a degree, but you know, I did the whole standard thing of, you know, going to college and declaring a major and it was, um, business management and accounting, which if anyone knows me, accounting and I would never get along. I failed geometry and other math classes way too much for accounting. But, you know, business obviously is something that I was interested in and, you know, kind of got a little bit of light into what I wanted to do. Well, got out of school for a while, just worked some jobs and got back into college because I wanted to have a basis for myself because I wanted to start a family. I wanted to, um, you know, move forward in that part of my life, but I wanted something where I could um, provide for my family in the meantime. So I went to school to become a physical therapy assistant and wasn't sure that's what I wanted to do in life or, you know, I'm not sure how long I wanted to be in that realm and finished school. Um, you know, it's pretty decent pay for an associate's degree 
and started working. Well, to be honest, two years into it, I remember kind of looking inwardly and saying, yeah, this is not what I want to be. This is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And um, it was hard because a lot of people, that path, you know, you start as a physical therapy assistant and then you continue to be a full-fledged PT. Um, you know, it's kind of a stepping stone into more things. But I knew I didn't want to incur more school debt. I didn't want to take the time in school. I'm, I'm not really a school guy, which I love education. I love learning. But um, it was something I just wasn't interested in, in going back for more. And, you know, so six and a half years later, well, the two years turned into six and a half years. Um, and I, you know, you, you see that if your purpose is not in line with whatever company it is, um, a lot of times you can kind of see somebody and, you know, you're like, wow, that's yeah, person is a horrible worker or they're not motivated. Um, you know, maybe they're just in the wrong position. Maybe they need another opportunity to help them, you know, instill them that, that hunger that they once had. And great companies do that. They look at, you know, what do we need to do to help this person? How can we put them in an area they want to be in or challenge them again? Can we move them up into leadership? And leadership had always been something that I was interested in, that I was kind of, I was a reluctant leader. Um, when I was forced in, not forced, but pushed into positions of leadership, I, I feel like I would do a good job, but I was reluctant to take that position and, um, you know, lead groups of people. And if there was someone else who was more willing or kind of you know, raring to go, I would step aside and let them fill that role, even though I could do that. So it could be that that's what somebody's struggling with. Well, anyways, six and a half years into this therapy career where I knew I just, this is probably not for me, but you know, I wanted to provide for my family and I didn't know where to go from there. I um, was fired and, you know, there were mistakes on both sides. It was a, a learning experience for me. And I continued in the therapy field because I did not know where to go. Now, after ups and downs in the therapy world and jobs and, you know, doing therapy for a, a total of about 10 years, I finally saw that I could kind of segue into business and marketing and sales. And it was a great opportunity. And it's what I'm currently doing kind of more in the business side of things, but still in healthcare. And, um, you know, this was of course, we've had COVID this last year, but all a kind of a blessing in disguise because I still, I wanted to be in business. I wanted to do more in that realm, but I didn't have a clear direction of what I wanted to do at that point. And that's where a, a book changed my life, which has happened over and over again, some to a greater degree than others. And some changed it because I decided, yes, that's definitely what I don't want to think or be like. But it's a book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And then, of course, Find Your Why by Simon Sinek. Both great books. I highly recommend them, especially if you're feeling like, you know, unmotivated or don't feel like you understand what your purpose is or you're kind of in a in a job or a position that you're just kind of spinning your tires or not sure what to do and your purpose will change everything so for example simon says 
in Find Your Why on page 7, happiness comes from what we do. Fulfillment comes from why we do it. And in Start With Why, this shines light on, you know, knowing your purpose and knowing your why is important. Simon says, knowing your why is not the only way to be successful, but it is the only way to maintain a lasting success and have a greater blend of innovation and flexibility. So at this point in my life, I'd read a lot of books. I'd been involved in business where it was personal, professional, financial development, and, you know, that was continuing to help me build myself. And it still does. Um, I still keep those habits and try to improve on a daily basis. And I, I just didn't feel traction. I didn't know what exactly was that why. So I followed exactly what the book Find Your Why talked about. Because I'd read Start With Why, but I'd never gone around to Find Your Why. And it was kind of interesting to see the process. I had a good friend in my neighborhood that we were we were just starting to become friends. We were, um, you know, hanging out occasionally and um, really awesome guy, very diverse and dynamic. And in the book, it says to find someone that you can trust, but you're still, you know, getting to know. And there's this exercise where you kind of reflect on childhood memories and you're able to produce a why statement. And it was one of the probably pivotal enlightening experiences that I can shine on in my life to show why this is so important for people, why this is so important to figure out, you know, as a young person, as an older person, like wherever you're at in life, this is essential for success in anything. Now watch out who you pick because me and this friend have become great, great friends and he was able to learn stuff about me alongside of me that really had been kind of hidden away that I think I knew as a kid, but experiences and, you know, people telling you no and thinking you're silly for doing certain things, um, you know, kind of buries it deep inside. But I was able to figure out my why. And that changes everything. It gives you that direction. It gives you the ability to focus when you don't want to, because there's something greater than you. And um, it, it drives you for success. And it doesn't matter what business I was doing, what job I was doing. It had to line up with my wife for, in order for me to be successful. And if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have been. Now, I think it's very important to remember something Simon said in Find Your Why, that I violated this rule. But the rule is, um, one of his quotes says, your vision is only actionable if you say it out loud. If you keep it to yourself, it will remain a figment of your imagination. So even when I was talking about, you know, my initial startings, why I started this podcast, I don't think I said my why on the show because I, I just felt like it was so precious. I'd done all this work to get there and it was very personal stuff that helped me lead to this. And it's still a very personal statement, but I do want it to, you know, take place. I do want it to manifest itself through my actions and who I am. And it will, as I focus on it and, you know, utilize the things I learned to help it come to pass through my podcast, through, um, you know, work through everything that I do. 
So I'm sharing with you guys my why statement. And it's, like I said, it's changed everything for me. So my why is to influence others to realize their potential so they can live the life they've always wanted. And, you know, influence was the big word for me that I felt was just so strong right from the beginning. That was the one of the words that I pulled out. And that's what drives this podcast. The quick fix is to help people realize their potential. It's to help them fix whatever's, you know, misaligned in their life from their purpose and hopefully find their purpose, find your why to help you, you know, dial things in to where you're hitting the bullseye every time. And that's success in your business, that's success in your life, that's success in your personal thinking. The thinking is where everything else is manifest from. So you you have to get your thinking right, which starts with having a purpose, having your why, and all your thinking can stem from that. So if I'm thinking all day long, how do I influence people, you know, for good, for them to realize their potential, and then they can live the life that they wanted, then that changes my business, that changes my podcast, that changes my job even, and how I'm doing those things daily. So I thought of kind of a, you know, a, a math problem, which is ironic because again, I said I failed math, but uh, this is for thinking. So no numbers, which is right up my alley. Cause I feel like, you know, we have to know how to get results. We have to know, you know, put all this stuff in a blender. What's it actually mean? Now, first I would recommend get, find your why, because we just need the right voice. We need to have the right stuff, the right information in order to get on the path to where we want to be. And if you don't have the right substance, the right seeds to get your crop, then obviously it's not going to happen there in history. Uh, the pilgrims, when they met the Indians, they had sold them gunpowder and told them to plant it in order to raise more gunpowder. And of course, the Indians trusting this source, trusting, you know, these people that didn't have the best intentions at the time, um, you know, of course they did it and it was unfruitful. So you have to listen to the right voices to get the right results. Results. So Simon Sinek has those. And, you know, I'm passing that along to you because of the value I've seen and me having that why. And it's changed everything for me. And I want the same for you. So here's the math problem that I came up with that I really believe, and you can make up your own math problem, add in different variables if you want. And I just used addition, use, use whatever you want to do, trigonometry if you want. But simple is key for me. So let's just keep it easy here. So purpose plus desire, you got to have the desire. Hunger is essential. Plus the reason and why I put a reason in there different from purpose is my purpose is to influence others to realize their potentials. Um, so in that, I also have a reason for doing things. Sometimes it changes. Sometimes my reason is for monetary success and, you know, that gets me rolling in the day. Sometimes it's seeing my girls and my wife at night, seeing their smiles or for their benefit. Uh, my reasoning changes, but my purpose, the center of what I'm doing is the same. And, you know, I'm always influencing my family. And so you can kind of see how that differs, but is the same. So purpose plus desire plus reason 
plus fortitude, moral fiber, or tenacity. And I didn't want to put grit because that's, you know, it's grit is a great book, by the way, if you ever read that. Um, but the grit is kind of become a buzzword too. And I like to use other synonyms to kind of bring out the, the feeling behind what I, what I'm trying to bring up, bring across for you. So fortitude is a good one. I feel like that's just like iron will, you're going to be there no matter what tenacity, same thing. Like people that are tenacious, you just can't stop them. And then moral fiber, I think is something that we don't really use as a term nowadays, but I think if you have moral fiber, it's something that's, that's built into your code. It's baked into who you are. So if you have that fortitude or mental or moral fiber, then you're going to do things no matter what, if you're lacking motivation or if you don't feel you have grit or you don't want to use that, use those words. And, um, this all equals put it in a blender, you know, add some lime and pour it in a coconut. And this equals results. And now results can be failure or success. We've talked about how failure is a good thing. And we can change our frame of thinking to that, that I know that not all the time am I going to be able to influence people to realize their whole potential, that sometimes it'll just be a small little bit of influence and that can grow somewhere else. And then someone else will influence them and hopefully that will help them realize their potential and you know, gain the life that they've always wanted. Sometimes people don't want to continue on that road. They are content with where they are. They don't mind, um, you know, whether it's just living the life they want to live. Some people enjoy mediocrity. They don't want to push for excellence, but I want more than that. I want excellence. I want other people to have excellence in that success. So it's always their choice. But, you know, that option for them is there. So purpose plus desire plus reason plus a dash of fortitude, moral fiber, and tenacity equals results. And failure, success, you've got results. So really, the quick fix for today is just look at what your why is. If you know your purpose, if you know your why, why you do things, it's really going to be deep inside and, you know, focus on it. Speak it share it with people in order to make it a reality and it will become a reality. So go find your purpose, write it down, speak it, and you will have power in your purpose. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Quick Fix podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you next time. Quick Fix! Quick Fix!